Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Happy, happy Friday. Hi, Friday, Friday. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, Michael. How are you? It's like every time I see you now is like, it's like meeting you for the first time. (laughs) Well, it's very fitting for my life uh, right now because so much is happening. So much is changing. Um, Yeah. So it is, it is kind of like meeting a new Chelsea every time. I I love that you, you put it like that. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's also very refreshing to see a familiar face and just um, unlike before, we used to talk every week, pretty mm-hmm. much actually multiple times a week when we were so mm-hmm. busy with coffee creators. Not that we're not paying attention to coffee creators anymore. It's just that, you know, life happens and, mm-hmm. you know, work gets in the way. Darn work. Who likes work, work right? Nine to five. And, yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> I think this this is an opportunity for us to kind of just catch up and just say, just say hey and say hey to all the listeners and mm-hmm. also to other fellow creators, which actually today we have a special guest. We um, do. A previous guest. We, we've had him before. Uh, we have. And this was exactly six months ago. Well, not exactly, exactly, but about six months ago. That's so, crazy to me. It, it seems like it was only a few weeks ago, but six months. Wow. That's it, crazy. Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Ted from Conduit. Conduit Studios. Is it Studios Conduit's- or Studio? It is studios. Thank you guys so much okay. for having me again. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, I know it's crazy to think that half a year has gone by already. It, it, it either feels like it's been 15 minutes or, or 10 years. I can't decide yeah. which one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> splitting the difference, possibly. Um, but no, yeah, it's um, it's really nice to just catch up and, and be able to kind of re-rendezvous and talk about what we all love and what means, we, means the most to us. And uh, thank you guys for having me back. Absolutely. We love to have people over. I think Chelsea and I are just tired of talking or just hearing our own voices. <laughs> just <laughs> talk to each other and in. hear yeah. our own voices. Let's, let's bring someone in. So Ted, how's it, how's, how's it been since uh, last we spoke? It was like six months ago. Yeah. Um, so Conduit Studios um, in like by itself has been doing a lot. We've now shot videos, I think, for over 120 independent artists. We've worked with San Diego Opera. We worked with Santa Fe Opera uh, and a number of other larger arts organizations with kind of a, uh, a lot of uh, stuff coming down the pipeline as well. And we're trying to service as much of that community as we can as far as the classical music community is concerned. But Johan and I have also kind of um, ventured out and in our process of uh, creating all this content for all of these artists, we've kind of seen this like void and lack of uh, the space for building uh, equitable monetization in the creative space. Um, and as many people or many artists are, are well aware that 90 to 95% of um, musicians like income comes from live performance. Um, and it's 2021. And in this decade, we're kind of trying to make that less the case. Um, And I think it's I think it's time that there is uh, a way for creatives to monetize their content effectively online, whether or not they're a rural performer, or they have um, performance anxiety or have something that um, stops them from being able to, to especially with something like COVID, uh, to be able to perform live and and all of their income stops. So as opposed to being 90 to 95% from live performance, we'd like to kind of 
uh, move the needles, so yeah. to say, to to make it so that it's a more equitable way to to stream online. So we actually started a, an, an additional company that's kind of like an appendage um, appendage to Conduit Studios called Conduit Live Corporation. Um, and our goal with Conduit Live Corporation is to create a, a really a community driven streaming community where musicians and performance artists can. Um, can stream their content online, create a schedule, um, and it'll be more of a kind of a Patreon Twitch music style um, way for for creators to make content on uh, a more consistent basis where people are moving in this direction where more people want to subscribe and and monetize their creators that they care about the most, you know, like whether or not that's music or video production or podcast or anything like that. And people are, are inspired to interact and monetize the content that they care about and are enjoying listening to. So, um, and we've seen that with a number of different models from Patreon to OnlyFans to, you know, all these yeah. kind of, uh, ways. And so it's kind of weird that there's not really a great platform, especially for musicians to, monetize their content that way. So, um, you know, we've been working with a software developer that we met in, uh, that we is also a musician that, um, we went to college with an undergrad and now she lives like 15 minutes from my house in, uh, uh, in San Diego. So it's, uh, it's been kind of a wild journey. Um, and we're, we're still pre-alpha, but we're hoping to, to have the alpha live by, by the beginning of the year. Wow. All that in six months. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I feel like I've done nothing with my exactly life compared to that. <laughs> what have I done? I've been uh, catching up on some sleep. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Right. That's so cool. But that That's is so a exciting. good idea, though. That is a good idea. What do you think of that, Chelsea? I think that's a very great idea. It's a, a genius idea. I've never heard of anything like that for musicians to monetize their content like that. Yeah, because like, right, at all. right now, the only option pretty much is YouTube. Or SoundCloud, I think, if anyone still uses that. But I don't think you can monetize on SoundCloud. There's um, a, but again, it's like... Uh -huh. You can monetize on SoundCloud. And there, okay, are, there, there are like our quote-unquote competition. Like the, the, the way that we judged it in our pitch deck is like between creator compensation and community interaction. We thought that those were the two metrics that were the most important. And so something, for instance, like Reddit Sessions has incredibly high community interaction, but very low content or compensation for the creator. Whereas mm -hmm. like our main competitors, we believe are, are Twitch music and Bandcamp and YouTube. But um, there's like, for instance, there's a 320 million active users a month on Spotify. It seems like a lot of people, those people are obviously paying a, a you know subscription as a service like to Spotify and the compensation for the artists on Spotify is in, insanely low. I mean, like it's like a mm -hmm. less than a penny per play. Um, Whereas YouTube, as you guys know, is obviously slightly higher. Um, that's kind of, but there's over 2 billion people a month watching videos of music on YouTube. So it's already a massive market. Like in our, in our market research, it's a $25 billion a year industry right now, as far as music video, um, like production. Um, yeah. but it has also the highest growth segment, like video live streaming of music of, of any of the markets in, in the artistic field. Like, so it has a 19% CAGR, like it'll be an $80 billion a year industry by 2027. That's insane. So what do you, That's, why do wow. you think, is it because it's easily accessible? It's just because it's such a household name by now, you know, YouTube, that people use that as its main, yeah, a source for music, basically. 
I, I think so. I think part of, I mean, obviously YouTube's appeal is that it's free with advertisements, which Conduit Live mm -hmm. will be as well. But, um, but it, I think there's a number of different ways to want to interact with music content. And as you guys know, you guys both have kids, like whether or not it's your kid watching Baby Shark on repeat, or if it's... Uh, <laughs> Or if it's someone that wants to watch, a, you know, a fully in-depth Muse concert with lights. And so, um, you know, there's many different levels and ways that video can inspire performances. And this is why so many of the novels that people love turn into the most, um, you know, the most interesting films is because people love that visual aspect and, and um it adds a different layer. It's like adding la it's adding layers to the onion, you know, making it more interesting mm -hmm. and, and diversifying what um, it can mean to your senses and, and your psyche by adding a, a layer of video, I think, to the to the music. No, that that's... is so true because I am obsessed with watching Taylor Swift's like documentary series that she does. So she has one. It's like Miss Americana. And then the other one is like the Rep reputation tour. And watching those, it like brings a whole new level, just like you were saying, to the music and her right. as an artist, because you get to see like so much of her behind the scenes. And I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift anyway. So <laughs> right. it, it's amazing. I love it. It's so cool. Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about podcasting. And, you know, we kind of got into the discussion of everyone has a podcast now. Everyone has a YouTube channel and everyone has a whatever. What I forgot what else it was. But the point was someone mentioned that, oh, we don't need any more podcasts. We don't need any more YouTube channels. And, you know, to, to that, my argument is you're not catering to everyone. You're catering mm -hmm. to your audience, right? So right. your audience want to see another layer of your content, right? right? So maybe you have a YouTube channel, but like I was telling my friend, I said, for example, on your YouTube channel, you could be covering tech. Right. And you could right. be reading out the specs and everything. But if they really want to hear your opinion and your actual practical use without having to watch the entire video, you can record a podcast and be like, OK, if you guys want to see or want to hear my actual thoughts on this pro uh, on this product and if I actually use it and, you know, my all these different case scenarios in my actual life, you can subscribe to or you can listen to the podcast where I can just freely express, you know, my thoughts. And I think what you guys are doing, Ted, is amazing just because, you know, music, again, that's just one layer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, we enjoy listening to music. I enjoy listening to music. But to Chelsea's point, uh, I also enjoy watching the actual right. performance, right? Mm -hmm. I, when I was a kid, I had a bunch of... Uh, no, 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 I didn't have it, but I remember. Do you guys remember MTV oh, yeah. <laughs> when they actually yeah. played music? Oh, I love MTV. Yeah, yeah. my favorite, um, my favorite <laughs> MTV show was MTV Unplugged. Oh yeah, and that's yep. when I used to watch. Yeah, all these artists just perform, and you know, some would say, "What's the same song?" No, it's not. It's just different. I mean, it's the same mm -hmm. song, yes, obviously, but when they're they're performing, they're performing live. It's a very different experience. So I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. This is this is great. Um, Kind of to, to deviate a little bit, because you mentioned kids. I right. heard the good news about, <laughs> about Johan. Yes, Johan just welcomed his, <laughs> yeah. his his first child, Miriam Noel. She is the cutest oh uh, cutest little girl. And uh, she <laughs> is, uh, I think, nine nine days old as of today. So that's Oh, my God. Goodness. Earlier, Ted was like, okay, Johan's not going to be in the meeting, but... 
uh, I'll explain. And I'm like, you know, I wonder why. And then he mentioned that he just yeah. had a baby. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, we're not going to see Johan for a while. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> he's he gone. Has so many new experiences headed his way, and I'm so excited for him and and his wife. Um, I know they are just filled with enjoyment yeah. because it is one of the best things and one of the hardest things that they will ever do is is raise that little girl and i love her name it's so it cute. is a pretty 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 name so congratulations pretty. johan if you're listening to this congratulations Congrats. i know yeah. i actually saw it on instagram and i i think i wrote a comment if not like replied to a story or i know i did something i interacted with something when mm -hmm. he posted that she was born but yeah yeah i mean you know he's i, I think if I've known anything about Johan over our like decade long friendship. It's that he uh, magically masters talents faster than anyone that I've ever met in my <laughs> entire life. And whether or not it's from gardening to video editing to, uh, you know, knowing a hundred different languages, like I think that him and Emily would both just be the most absolutely most wonderful parents. And, and, um, I'm, I'm obviously so excited to be, um, there, you know, Miriam's uncle, yeah. uh, a quasi uncle. Oh, yeah. and, um, so. <laughs> that Love is it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we hope to hear back from Johan <laughs> sometime soon because I know how busy it gets and how everything just kind of just changes. It's like Definitely. having a kid suddenly is like a reshuffling a, your deck of cards. That's basically what it is. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, what am I working with right now? But that's yeah. like what Chelsea said. It's super exciting. And actually could be even uh, more of it because I, I can picture Johan to be a very highly motivated individual, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's his personal projects or whatever. So that can even just enhance that 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 motivation. So congrats to him. That's awesome. That's awesome yes. to hear. So yes. how about you, Ted? How's, how's it going? I know we're both in San Diego. Yep. Uh, I've been stuck <laughs> at home. <laughs> I've been stuck at home. Have, have you been going out? Like it's it's been a little it's. It's a little bit better here, I think, compared to like I went to L.A. just re uh, last week and yeah. last week was I mean, it's not bad, but um, I would say that, you know, based on if I were to compare this to our situation to some of my friends from across the world, mm -hmm. um, we're actually doing a little bit better than than most of the people that I know. So I can, you know, go out, take my kids out to the uh the park and we've actually gone to see a movie already. Um oh, good. Yeah. So it was actually really a refreshing, very, very refreshing experience. How about you, Ted? Have you been doing anything else other than yeah, keeping I mean, yourself busy? <laughs> definitely keeping ourselves busy. Um you know we I think We've for conduit have had to travel a lot. We have a couple of trips um, planned, even in in which will be interesting uh, in in October. So we're going to Chicago to do a number of different clients, as well as New York at the end of the month. Um, so we've kind of had a lot of perspective from that aspect of of traveling. Um, but yeah, in San Diego, I think it's in general uh, a better situation than than a lot of other places. And I, I feel relatively normal going out and, um, yeah. you know, eating dinner yeah. outside. I've actually been playing a, a ton of golf. Um, I like that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's been my kind of like way to get out of the house. And it's really nice, you know, um, when you're in San Diego and you have a San Diego resident card and you can play Tory Pines for, you know, 30 bucks or whatever. So it's, um, it's, it's definitely a really nice place to be. And, and I think one of the nicest things about San Diego in general is how much the outdoors are kind of built into the lifestyle already. So it's really easy to kind mm -hmm. of 
it feels normalized because so much of what your daily interaction is can be outside and is our you know the weather's so nice anyway perfect so, i know we're, yeah. we're gonna try yeah. we're gonna try to piss chelsea off yeah, yeah, no. yeah. i'm so pissed <laughs> it's um it's such a stark difference here it's boiling hot so you don't really yeah. want to sit outside to eat because you're just dying right. um and then I'm in the South and so no one likes to follow the rules here. So we have just been staying at home. We've not been right. going out unless, I mean, James and I both work, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as like taking the kids anywhere other than like school and daycare, we've not yeah. been doing that because people here refuse to get vaccinated and then they won't wear their mask. And you're just right. like, why? I <laughs> um, <You> know. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was that's our situation. Here. I was afraid when uh, uh, I went to L.A. last week because um, I had a meeting there and I said, uh oh, people are going to be, well, actually the first thing that I was thinking about was there's not going to be any traffic from San Diego mm -hmm. to LA. It should take you like two hours, right? About mm -hmm. two hours. It took me four hours. Yeah. <laughs> because four of hours. traffic? Yeah, because of traffic. Traffic, yeah. And then coming Ooh. home was the same. So I drove for eight hours that one day. Oh and I'm God. like, did you take the 73 or not? No, I took the five and the um, four or five. Four or five, yeah. Yeah. It's is just, that the scenic, scenic no, route? It's just no. the regular route. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, the regular I almost route. always take the seventy three when I'm going up there because I go to you really? know, Michelle and I were my wife and I were actually looking at um at some different apartments and stuff like that in in Carlsbad just because that's kind of north and and I'm commuting so much to Long Beach, which is where a lot of our sheets are for conduit anyway. That um mm -hmm. that we were like it would be really nice to be like 25 30 minutes north yeah. and, and then and then you're only like 40 minutes from from the 73 and that cuts right off and and it's it's a toll road like one of the only toll roads in, in yeah. california but it's yeah. it's so worth it because uh tra that's the the main reason that i could never live in la is the traffic carlsbad is really like, nice though it is it's nice chelsea it's like well it's it's a coastal area so it's is it? super nice there so mm -hmm. I, I highly, um, <laughs> it's where I got married I won't actually. Do it. Yeah. Is, uh, is, oh, no, uh, no, is, is at, at Omni, uh, Omni La Costa in Carlsbad. It's beautiful That's there. Nice. It's very beautiful. I've never, I've never been there. I've been to LA yeah. and mm -hmm. Hollywood, Beverly Hills, like those centrally located places, but I've, we didn't make it to the coast. Formally yeah. known oh, yeah. as LA. I don't know if it's the same anymore, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, LA wasn't too bad either when it comes to like uh, people just being mindful outside. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's just common courtesy, right? Like, well, totally. yeah, and it's asking. LA. Like, people kind of all have the same like mindset there, you know, in LA versus yeah. like here. It's like, <laughs> all right we're not gonna get into that but, you know, you know, it's like, so yeah. hard though it's so hard like let's be yeah. real for a second right like whenever we have a conversation with friends and anyone else it's so hard not to bring that up because right. it's yeah. part of life it's part of like yeah. it's you know it's like it's courtesy that's how i see it you know regardless of what yeah. you believe you can be you can just be respectful and kind to other right? people right so that's right? what i'm thinking so i try not to kind of dive too deep into it but it is what it yeah, is I, I mean i don't think we should feel bad if we we talk about it but obviously you know let's not yeah get too upset over it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i just i hate that it's turned into something that it shouldn't I have know. you know I like know. it should just be common courtesy that you want to take care of yourself mm -hmm. and the people around you right um and not make it like political Weird. thing i know like exactly a region yeah. thing like it just needs to be like human decency you know but what i mean you by know, the way to each their own 
you mentioned you got since we're on the topic right this is a little bit i mean we're just having a conversation here today um mm -hmm. i saw a video on facebook about this uh, i i think it's it's branded as america's most racist town it's <laughs> somewhere in is it georgia i don't oh. remember oh I don't remember, but it's, it has to be Georgia. It, it it went viral apparently, I think, a year or two ago because some guy was outside holding a sign saying Black Lives Matter or something. And you'll see people just like driving by and just yelling racial slurs and everything and just really mean. Right. But here's mm -hmm. here's the important thing. OK, so there is a group of Asians like 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 kids. They, they look like they're teenagers, but them being Asian. They just look really young. Uh, I think they're like in their 20s or something. Um, decided to go visit the town. The most, mm -hmm. uh, you know, air quotes, racist town in the United States. And they mm -hmm. documented it, right? Mm -hmm. And you know what? I was absolutely surprised. Because people were very pleasant. And so this tells me that, um, you know, whatever you see, Right, whatever you see in the me in the media, whatever you see that's being shared, it's obviously uh, a little bit exaggerated. Obviously, those mm -hmm. clips that went viral, they only chose the clips where people were being mean, mm -hmm. right? But these the, the, this group of people who uh, who went there to go visit, they were pretty much just welcomed, and they even you know they put themselves in very uncomfortable situations. The first situation that they put themselves in was walking to Walmart. <laughs> Because to me, that's uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That is so... I don't even go to Walmart. <laughs> no. no they, <laughs> Gross. They walk into Walmart and they got a lot of stares because they just look different. But people were approaching them and they weren't being mean. They were just asking, are you guys from out of town? Um, do you guys need any help? And they went to a bar and, you know, this bar that they went to, it looked like... Like even I wouldn't go into that bar just because it looked like... It just looked not like the, the place that I would never go into, but they, they walked in there, they, they hung out and people were super nice to them and people would stop by the street and, you know, they, I mean, they would just ask for directions and they were like, it's completely normal. And so what they were trying to say is that, you know, sometimes when we watch whatever it is that we're watching on TV, we start to paint this picture in our head that the world is terrible. Mm -hmm. Everyone is terrible. And we, we basically go out into the world expecting the same thing and so we're all guarded and then now mm -hmm. when you when someone approaches you you all you automatically think that are they going to attack me or something but no it's actually not the case so it was a feel-good video that i guess it's i just good. wanted to share because it's not all terrible out there i guess is yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah yeah i mean you, you know my mom is uh is uh, an avid news watcher she watches um a lot of news and uh she's always like Ted, Ted, like, yeah, I, I worry so much when you go to Chicago or go to New York or whatever, people are getting <laughs> shot at like every every corner block. And you're just like, well, yeah. I, I, you, you're never allowed to ride the subway ever again. And I'm like, well, I understand like this is the problem with the news, right? Is it's kind of like um, it's 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 all geared to make you feel a certain way and then it's like very different usually like yes there are very very terrible parts of chicago i lived in chicago for a couple of years but like mm -hmm. there's not shootings on every corner in in no. evanston you know like or where we're yeah. you know like I, there's definitely places that i wouldn't want to go in chicago or new york for that matter but yeah. it's not like um it doesn't really live up to the hype as far as uh mm -hmm. danger 
Right. Because the, the same could be said with pretty much about anywhere, right? Like in, right. even yeah. San Diego, there's areas in San Diego where you would probably, Absolutely. yeah, probably best to just avoid. And, right. you know, yeah. I have family in Chicago. I love Chicago. I love everyone from Chicago. It's just one of the best places I've ever been to. And my cousin always used to say when I was a kid, he'd just say, just don't go south. <laughs> That's all he kept yep. saying. Oh, yeah. Don't go south. You're fine. You know, everyone's super nice. And it's just... You know, I liked. I would like to see the world through um, those eyes, basically mm-hmm. again. Totally. And yeah, because it's so hard to to avoid the topic and right. pretend yeah. that everything's. I don't know. It's just like this this whole narrative that we we keep painting in our heads. And I mean, not to say that none of them are happening, right? I'm I'm definitely not making light of all the things that are that, all so. the bad things that are happening, but. Um, I just figured that if if I, if there's a way for me to add a little bit of a, um, a positive outlook towards you know mm-hmm. for all of this, then then why not? But yeah, yeah. I mean that's kind of off I tangent, agree. I guess. But there's a funny <laughs> story actually. When I was uh, I was driving when we were both in grad school, Johan and I. Johan was at Indiana University, and I was at Northwestern. Um, and so uh, we started this tradition um, in I don't know 2015 or. T- 2016 maybe called Christmas after Christmas and so we called it CAC um, and it's where <laughs> our our closest like group of friends would get together after Christmas and have kind of like a, just a get together where we all got to be together like as our own kind of family unit and so I would always drive south and when you drive south there's a couple different ways from Chicago that you can go and there's a very very confusing turn and one turn takes you straight down to like you know whatever highway gets you to Bloomington and the other one takes you to that highway also but it takes you dead center through the town of gary indiana uh, okay. And Gary, Indiana, once at one point, obviously, was a huge auto and steel blooming town. It used to be one of the nicest places in the U.S. I'm sure you're going, Gary, Indiana, Gary, India, you know, from uh, Music Man. But uh, it definitely sounds familiar. Right. Is that what it's from? Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. And uh, and it used to be so nice. But now it's it's one of the roughest neighborhoods in in the U.S. I mean, all of the money has gone out of there. It's not been revitalized mm-hmm. like Detroit and stuff like that. And so Michelle mm-hmm. and I were driving down to uh, we're driving down to Bloomington and we took that wrong turn. And so you drive down and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> because there's literally like there's just people smoking meth on the streets and and every, it's it's whoops. actually insane because every building is boarded. You're like it's it looks more normalized every because building. every building is boarded. It, it's it's it was it was wild and and you're on the street for maybe like four minutes, but it feels like an hour an eon. Yeah, I mean it's it, yeah. it's you. you <laughs> It's it was the most comfortable, uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life. It was absolutely insane. I've I've been to some places in in D.C. and in Baltimore. We lived up there for three years. And yeah, it's we took a wrong turn and we James was like, we got to get out of here. Like he was panicking. I was like kind of more more calm, I think, probably because he was driving and I was like with him, you know? Yeah. Um, But he was like, we got to go. We got to go. Chelsea, do you think in Hawaii they also have like rough areas for sure yeah oh, they for do. sure okay. yeah so hold on just a second <laughs> the dog is going crazy <laughs> there definitely wasn't any bad areas that we saw we michelle and i just went to maui uh, like uh, a month and a half ago for like Sorry. A, a quick a quick little oh, did, okay vacation. yeah it was re- i mean it's so beautiful I, I hawaii mean, is I, just like a paradise to me yeah it really so it's is. like yeah so in uh, Chinatown and then some parts of uh, downtown Honolulu, mm-hmm. it definitely sketchy. And then on mm. the east side, 
too. Like the east side is beautiful, so pretty. But <laughs> getting there to the east side is is not great. I actually was driving there one time to fly my drone and I had to stop and get gas, which is a mistake. For $10 a gallon. (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, it was expensive nonetheless, but I got, so there were several like homeless. It's so that's like where a lot of the homeless people live, which is really sad. And most of them, I mean, they're, you know, homeless people, but, Mm -hmm. um, I stopped in this gas station and had like three people come up and they were clearly on drugs and they were asking like if I had any money. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have any money. I got like $10 in my gas tank and like got the hell out. It was, by the way, that reminded me of story. And this is so funny because, um, this happened three days ago. I went to go get gas, uh, near our neighborhood and this older gentleman just walks up to me and asks, um, do you have uh, a quarter or a dollar? I missed the bus. I need to buy gas. And in my head, I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. You missed the bus and now you might need, right, <laughs> you need right, to buy yeah, gas. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I said no. And then he walks away and my wife's like, well, what did he want? I'm like, this is not the first time that someone's come up to me and asked for gas money or bus money in this particular gas station. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, this is actually a third time. And I'm like, they need to get their stories. Like, they need to, to to choose a different story this time. And she's like, no way. I'm like, no, seriously, it's like a thing that they do. Like, random people, they would ask for money. They would say that they missed the bus or they need gas money, whatever. And sure enough, the next day, I went to go get gas for the our other car. And another person approaches me. Different person. It's <laughs> the same story. I should have said, <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> you either missed the yeah. bus or you need gas money. But exactly the same thing. But yeah, I just thought uh, um, that was funny. I was telling my wife, That's I so said, funny. they need to come up with a better story. Because at least if someone came up to me. the same story every day. If, you're, yeah, yeah. Exactly. if they come up to me with a different story, maybe just because it's a different story, I'd probably give them some money. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> that, was, that was intuitive. <laughs> like maybe, uh, maybe I'll give you an extra couple bucks. <laughs> right. there. We, were, we yeah. were driving back from LA. Um, a couple weeks ago because uh, we saw this amazing concert at, at the Hollywood Bowl. One of my close friends um, is a production manager at, at LA Phil. And so we got us tickets to this Maestro of the Movies concert, um, which is basically like a, it was a really, really cool concert. But uh, John Williams, like the composer of Jurassic Park and Star Wars and Harry Potter and all these things, like was doing his own conducting. And and it was amazing. Was amazing to, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, uh, yeah. I is would highly anything- recommend is there anything like that happening in San Diego? Anytime? Yes, actually, um, uh, this they they just opened up at the Shell Stadium. Um, like the San Diego Symphony is actually also a fantastic symphony. This weekend, actually, uh, yeah, in two days, um, we're going to see Return of the Jedi performed by the San Diego Symphony with the with what? the screening. Yeah. Oh my God, that's gonna be amazing! I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm it's working. Really, <laughs> let me let me. I'll 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 keep you posted, and, and next time okay. I get tickets or whatever, we'll 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 go to the Shell because there's a bunch of really awesome concerts there um some some that are similar to that but um so we were coming you know back what? oh go ahead uh-huh. oh i was just gonna say that i would love to to watch something like during christmas time you know like a, a like yeah. christmas concert or something like that because it's one of the things that my wife has always wanted to do so right. i'm like oh, I'll, I'll i'll ask ted if he knows of any events that you know we, we can plan for or whatever but yeah that'll be awesome if you let me know if there's anything because i'm not in that field you know what i mean i'm like i don't 
I don't know what's going on unless no, I'm looking I would for love something. To. That would be that would be a blast. We can, um, you know, and that's the really nice thing about the shell, which is kind of like in competition with the Hollywood Bowl now too, um, to have mm-hmm. something similar, which is you know an open air venue, still amazing music and performances, and just a way to kind of get out and see some stuff. But we were uh, we were driving home and. Uh, you know, we were both kind of grumpy. We had been up really late and, uh, and we're driving back from LA to San Diego in the morning. And so Michelle is like, I really need to get gas. And, you know, I was, I was getting the gas. And so we were driving back and she stopped at this like Chevron that was like just off the middle of the road in downtown LA. And she starts pulling over to it. And I see that it was five or no, it was 609 for, for, Un, like unleaded regular gas and i was like no 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 i just like would not i was like i don't care if you run out i am not paying 609 for that sounds like so my you, wife did you get gas or no oh no i made i there was a costco like 10 minutes away and i'm okay so that's not bad my wife is the type of person who will she will Maybe not as drastic as some other people, but she would basically, <laughs> it's, it's, she's like, it's the principle. <laughs> she'll, mm-hmm. say, she'll like, she'll, she'll buy something from a store and uh, like at another store, she'll see that it's like a couple cents cheaper. So she'll drive <laughs> back to the previous store, return it and drive over to the other store. I'm like, Just you for know, a couple cents, though? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, you could have, uh, you could have probably could have saved some gas money and time, yeah. Right. If you just said, "Hey, you know, next time at least I know," you exactly. know, that, that's yeah, the type of person so she funny. is. Yeah. So she's she's hilarious like that. Which I'm trying. She's by the way. Try, I'm trying to get her on the podcast because uh, my friend was asking. Yes. Me, yeah. He's like, why don't you ever include your wife in any of like your your podcasts or videos? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to. She's just not the type of person. No, here's the thing. Okay, Ted, let me ask you. How does your wife feel about you being like creating content and maybe showing up on video or or whatever? Does she does she think it's a normal thing or does she does she live in a completely different uh, I guess industry that some of the stuff that you're doing is just completely off for her? I think well, so she's a performer. Right? She's also a singer. Okay. Um, so, but but that being said, it almost is like she's in a different kind of universe because um, obviously, you know, I, I have that background and we share that that common ground. But tech is not something that is that it has ever been of interest to her. So anytime that like even when I had my like kind of tech review YouTube channel, like that was never something that. Um, that she, you know, if I would explain something or be excited about a new Apple launch or whatever, that it was never something uh, or like, oh, my God, look at this red camera. We need this for Conduit Studios. It would never it was never something <laughs> that um, spoke to her. Um, and it, yeah. which is interesting because she's actually of the two of us. She is way, way more creative in nature, in her mind than she than I am. Um, uh-huh. I'm kind of more analytical um, in a lot of ways. Um, but I think you know, she she would just much more like the visualization aspect than the the technical specifications or or being kind of on camera or, right. or anything like that. But so she still she still gets it right. Like she still understands the nature of your work and you know why to maybe to someone like you it's important to to have your own channel to have your own um, outlet or stuff like that. 
How about you, Chelsea? What what does yeah. I know? I've known James for a yeah. little bit, kind of. So I know he yeah. doesn't really like, like he's very supportive. But he's how does, very supportive. How does he view it though? Does he look at you like, what a weirdo? No, he because <laughs> that's what my that wife I'm, does to me. Yeah, I know, I know, Lynn does. Um, no, James thinks I'm famous. He, <laughs> you are famous. He's you like, are famous. He's yeah. like my he's like my hype man. You know, mm. so. I posted a video the other day, like a reel that got, it was of Emma and it was like this really cute thing. And I was like, oh, like 4,000 people have viewed this video. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. He was like freaking out, you know? <laughs> that. That's how James is though. He's just like the biggest like hype man, the biggest like, I don't know, like he thinks it's just amazing what I'm doing. He, so I know Michael knows, but Ted, you might know, uh, might not know. I've started um, a new job as a real estate photographer and videographer. I'm like their in-house content creator, That's essentially. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I photographed, I just started like three or four weeks ago, something like that. But a few of the houses that I photographed were like up on Zillow. And I told James, I sent him the link. I was like, check it out. And he's like, oh my God, you took these pictures. Like, I can't <laughs> believe you did that. I'm like, it's not, it's not that big a deal. You know. That's awesome. But he, it's yeah. so cool. He's yeah, that's so he's cool. He's like my the biggest fan. My wife isn't. Uh, she she has a tr she has trouble expressing um, her. Uh, what do you call this? Like, like if if I do something right and it goes okay, let me tell you this: the videos that I've made. The only reason she's seen those videos <laughs> is because her friends would say, "I saw Michael's video," yeah. and yeah, she'll be like, yeah. "He has a new video." <laughs> Yeah, and then she'll text what? me like a like a, a like a weird face, or she'll just call me a nerd or something. But that's her way of basically yeah. saying good job, you know. So like she has love that. Language. Yeah, that's her love language. She has that 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 difficulty in trying to ex trying to be just like uh, like for example James, right? Like he's very mm -hmm. expressive. He uh, he actually mm -hmm. says, "This is awesome. Congratulations." I know she feels the same way, but she mm -hmm. has trouble expressing it in that manner and so yeah. her way of, of doing that is to basically just talk shit <laughs> that's what she'll do so it's pretty hilarious but i've been trying to get her into the podcast um the reason why i'm asking or one of the reasons why i wanted to bring this up is because um i was thinking about uh some of the people who wanted to do um the things that we're doing right like ted chelsea and i um we are creators we create something, we put it out there, and that in itself, that alone is scary. It's very mm -hmm. scary because it's like when you create something, a part of you is, is there. And if someone mm -hmm. criticizes it, even for the smallest thing, we get self-conscious, self right? Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people, um, one of the things that stop them from the get-go is basically uh, they'll say that no one supports me or people will make fun of me or mm -hmm. you know, my wife, my spouse, my partner, whatever, will never understand. I just want to tell you that they should never understand. Like that should never be why you're doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. You should be doing it because you want to do it. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's just uh, one of those things, one of those conversations that I had just recently that I never really thought about. You know, I feel like more people should hear that. And so if you guys want to start your own channel, your podcast, your, your music career, um, photography, videography, whatever it is, go do it. Because honestly, it. don't, yeah, it's don't just, wait for someone else to understand because no one is going to understand like 
every aspect of your life. And that's something that I have struggled with for years. Um, but once you just kind of push yourself off the edge and just do it, Mm -hmm. you feel so much better at the end of the day. I shared a quote yesterday on Instagram because that they kind of, kind of summarizes what I feel. And it's, uh, by novelist Toni Morrison on the measure Mm -hmm. of success. And they Mm -hmm. said, um, for me, success is not a public thing. It's a private thing. It's when you have fewer and fewer regrets. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you view your creation That's like so that, good. yeah, just go do it. Because no mm-hmm. one else is going to, you'll find your people. You'll find the people who appreciate your work. Yeah. I think one of the best uh, TV shows that I've watched ever, but certainly recently, is uh, Ted Lasso. And I've been watching it. I, I love that. I've watched that. It's, it's so good. I've never, never in my life watched a show that has consistently made me feel uh, good uh, like that. And right? And so one good. of the quotes uh, in an amazing scene, and I won't say spoil the scene because I think everyone listening should uh, or watching should should watch it. But um, Ted Lasso and prior to Ted Lasso, Walt Whitman um, says, uh, be curious, not judgmental. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that that is one of the most important things uh, that super resonated with me. Um, just, you know, there's so much judgment that so many people pass. And a lot of the time, it's uh, out of fear, uh, out of fear yes. of not being able to yep. um, do what they someone wants to do themselves and you know we're talking about taking out a business loan for conduit Studios side of things to to get a second team um or a kind of regionalize some teams so so that way we can kind of keep up with demand and definitely uh, have another editor for for the content that we've shot and uh you know michelle was like what if you you know spend that money and you you get another set of equipment and you train those people and and uh you know they they just go off and do their own thing and 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 you know take all the training that you gave them or whatever and well, it was like Michelle I I think that it's not necessarily that's not necessarily a, a very real fear for me because one either like they'll do something different that's creative and like that's a great thing for them mm-hmm. uh, and you know they'll take that training and it will have been useful to them or. 99% of people are not really capable of starting their own thing and how knowing how difficult it is to get your own thing off the ground. Uh, yes. Like mm-hmm. most people don't have that, that fortitude. So I think, you know, if you have it, go for it. But that's actually very yeah. true. What you said, that's very mm-hmm. true. Um, last night I was thinking about, I had this conversation with my wife and I said, I was trying to make a decision basically. And um, I was trying to go one way and she was, basically she wasn't really fighting it but she was saying something that that's contradictory and so that kind of planted us a little bit of doubt in my mind about Mm -hmm. you know what i've been doing and where i want to to go you know in my direction or the direction i wanted to go but after a little bit you know i thought about it and i said okay i'm now basing my decision making for what I'm creating based on how she feels, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not fair. That's not fair for me to have her choose where I should be. And that's not yep. fair for me to just not, basically basically not take responsibility of my decisions. So, so I said, at this point in my life, everything that so far I've done was not based on anyone else's opinion or mm-hmm. anyone else's right. decision, but mine. So that kind of reinforced my belief in myself that, Hey, if this is what you feel should be the next move, then go for it. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit of a, that's, that's another topic that I would love to talk about. Like uh, the whole self yeah. pep talk, you know totally. what I mean? Cause I do a lot of those cause no one yeah. else is, my wife is right there. She's just calling me a nerd. So it's uh it's not necessarily something that I, I typically, typically get at home. So I have to talk myself into, you know, yeah. getting up and just doing something and just, you know, moving forward. But yeah, that's one of those things that, uh, I don't know what Ted just said resonated with me. I love that. Well, what what you just said hit me hard. Um, <laughs> probably because a lot of the things that I'm going through in my life and a lot of the decisions that I've made have always revolved around what other people have thought of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to get into this, and I'm not going to say everything. Um, but yeah, that's something that I had to tell myself several years ago that you can't live your life. You can't make choices based on other people's opinions. You have to do what's best, um, for you. So yeah, even though yours is like a content creation thing and mine is something completely different. It's, it's very, no, um, that's true because no one else (laughs) is going to make you happy. And Mm -hmm. one, my friend, uh, he asked me, he said, what is the one thing that you would give? Like, this is a, a, a different example, but on the same topic, right? So mm-hmm. he said, what advice would you give someone who just recently got married? And, you know, I've been married for almost 10 years now. And mm-hmm. I said, honestly, I never thought about this before. And if someone told me this uh, a while back, I still would probably wouldn't have understood it. But now I, I get it. And it's that you should never base your happiness uh, on each other. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is it's so unfair. True. It's unfair because you both are two different people, right. right? The idea is for you to to mix well, but not lose each other's identity. Right. And yeah. so if whatever makes you happy, it, you know, that's what makes you happy. And if your spouse does something that doesn't make you happy and suddenly you're like, um, you know what I mean? Like, I, for example, I wish my wife was a little bit more like this or a, a little bit more like that. If I start to... To, to convince myself that my wife is not that person, that's completely unfair. Because that yeah. should never have been mm. the basis for my happiness to begin with. And so that kind of goes back to like what Chelsea was saying, you know, no one else should be telling you how you should be happy, right? Yeah. You do you. And yeah. I'm happy though, Chelsea. I'm happy that you're you're getting to that point. And it took me way too long, Michael, way too long. Uh, but yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm closer to that point than I've ever been in my life. That's Um, awesome. That's awesome. Like a huge people pleaser my entire life. And I'm to that point now where like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's not, you know, that's not making me happy. Making everyone else happy is making me less happy and miserable. So we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. But yeah, it's, it's a lot to unpack. Can I just say that this is like my favorite episode of Coffee Critters? Oh. Right? It started off, it started off with Ted and then now it's just like it snowballed into completely Chelsea's something else. crying but over this here. Is, no, this is, this is who we are and this is one mm-hmm. of the things that we want to do. We want, we want to make um, this into a community for creators, for people to mm-hmm. share. And, you know, it's not all about, because let's face it, if you want... Uh, podcasts or content that will inspire it inspire you or instruct you or whatever there's a lot of those so mm-hmm. chelsea and i want to be someone that you can relate to yeah so we're very relatable people i think so yeah i think <laughs> I so think we're so normal too. well i mean <laughs> we're just so normal look at this interaction like i literally like 
I started a, a, a very small business like just over a year ago. And all I did was like reach out as a human being to Michael on Instagram. And like now this is like we've developed a friendship, like all right? three of us have a, all four, you know, four of us have a rapport together. Like I yeah. feel very mm-hmm. comfortable being able to like reach out to either one of you guys if I needed a, to ask a question about whether or not it was photography or videography or just like making my office look good. Like any of those, they like, <laughs> like any of those things I feel like, or just like, Hey, do you guys want to go to the shell? Um, you know, to, I would be, so you get totally very, very relatable. And it's like, I feel very fortunate to have met both of you. Which, and- which I should also say, Ted, I really appreciate it that you have that. Um, you're, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but you, you are able to message me like that. I really appreciate it because people, mm-hmm. I don't know, for some reason, people think that they can't message me anymore. I'm like, I'm a normal dude. Don't worry. And I encourage you guys, whoever's listening to this, if you want to be in the show, if you want to have a conversation with Chelsea and I, message us, let us know. Yeah. And, you know, we'll bring you in. This is one of the things that we, uh, one of the changes that we wanted to make for the podcast is bring more people in. And I'm glad, yeah. I'm really, really happy to hear Ted's story. I'm here, happy to hear Johan's good news and just yes. curious to see and very excited to see where Conduit Studios um, lands in the next, I don't know, next five years, right? And, and th- I, I still want to film with you guys. Sorry to interrupt, Michael. But oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I still want to travel and film with them. I know I said that last time, but... No, we definitely definitely have to do it. And, um, you know, hopefully um, soon, maybe sometime around like when we're kind of getting into the hype building up, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, marketing segment of Conduit Live launching into alpha, you know, we can talk more about that. And Johan and and Erica can can be present Mm -hmm. because I know that they they really wanted to 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 talk to you guys about it, too. Yeah. Oh that sounds God. amazing. I'm starting. We're so in. My, my creative brain's like working right now, Ted. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to somehow work with Ted and uh, doing right. a video for you guys. Like doing like a little, I don't know, like behind the scenes type of thing. Like this is Ted. This is what he does. This is what Conduit, Conduit Studios, um, what it looks like behind the scenes and all that. So, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. This whole conversation just Office started. Office makeover that. 2021. <laughs> Let's do it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, that would well, be a blast. You guys have been so, so awesome to talk to this morning. Um, really appreciate you guys finding the time. And yeah, Ted, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for being here today. Really, really do appreciate it. Can My you? Absolute pleasure. Yeah, can you can you tell the audience where they can find you and anything else if they want to keep up to date with what are you what are you doing? Yes. Um, so uh, as far as Conduit Live uh, Corporation is concerned, stay tuned. Much more to come um, and lots of exciting stuff down the pipeline for that. As far as Conduit Studios, if you'd like to record any art content, performance content, we do anything. We're effect- effectively a very small, uh, full-fledged production company, so we can do commercial video shoots. We have a number of, um, you know, uh, aspects to reach us either at conduit studios on instagram conduit studios media.com or contact at conduit studios media.com is our email address for business inquiries and um yeah we're happy to talk about any projects um we try to offer affordable rates for um, artists and creators to make the highest quality content at the lowest price possible that's awesome that's so good i love that well, Chelsea, do you have anything else? Do you want to share anything? No. No? I think I'm I think I've shared shared everything. All right. Well, that's a good thing. 
Yes, Chelsea's like, always I'm a good thing. I'm so tired. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Ted, Michael. Always a pleasure. And until next time, uh, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Michael. Bye. Bye. You forgot to say signing off. I know. I botched that whole thing. <laughs> That's okay. Bye, Ted. Ciao.